0: In this episode, we discuss mental health issues such as PTSD and trauma, and the therapies used to treat them. If you are looking for more information on PTSD help, go to www.mentalhelp.net. Hello, and welcome to Kip and Mark Discuss Almost Anything. I am Mark.
1: And I'm Kip.
0: Mark, what are we talking about today? Today we are going to talk about something called EMDR. Have uh, you have- yes,
1: that is uh, the that really that really bassy house music that they play in cub- <laughs> clubs,
0: right? Um, that's MD no E M R E EDM EDM electronic dance music i yes, pretty sure. There we go. So See, I wasn't even sure. <laughs> um, EMDR stands for eye movement desensitization. And now I forget what the R stands for. Um, recalibration, I believe. I know I had it all written down. Actually, I didn't okay. write down that cause I was like, I'll remember. <laughs> um, so EMDR mm-hmm. is actually a type of therapy uh, that is used. And I have personal experience with and, um, I mentioned it in one of the episodes where we talked to Val, and I really wanted to talk about it because I think it's one of the coolest things that I've done in therapy. Um, so, so, sorry, yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> what is it? What is EMDR? <laughs> so the idea comes from the fact that uh, your brain is built to try and heal itself. So it, the the explanation came from um, or an analogy was that like, if you cut your hand, your, your body will function to heal it. If sure. you cut your hand and there's something impeding the healing process, you have to remove it and then it mm-hmm. will heal. Your brain is, is, or your mind or your psychology is built to do the same thing. Where EMDR is most frequently used is for things like PTSD, p- post-traumatic stress disorders, or similar type situations where there, there's been a large uh there's a large piece that is blocking the healing process.
1: Sure. A large knife in the wound <laughs> of, of your brain. brain.
0: Exactly. Yes. It's really fascinating going back now and reading some of the science behind it because obviously I don't do the science part of it very often. Um, So my experience to give you an idea is I went, um, I go to a social worker who specializes in EMDR for uh, PTSD and you go in and the first thing that they do uh, it's in eight phases, but the first phase is gathering history. And so you go through, everything you you go through your whole life um which is then identifying triggers and those triggers how do
1: if if i can yeah ask a question how does that work how do you go through your whole life i feel like i can't remember anything (laughs) that happened before like
0: five years ago so i'm very much the same way and a big part of it was literally being like okay what 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 do you remember back to? Like, what, What's the first thing that you remember that maybe caused this anxiety, or what may have caused this? The goal there is like there are there are things that I knew. These are the 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 targets to clear, right? Sure. The triggers. Um, but there are also things that will be uncovered in that process as you're talking through it, because it's it's almost stream of consciousness. Like, as you're going through it, you're like, oh, yeah, and that reminds me of this thing. So you're identifying pathways that your brain has created between this event and other events that may seem completely different. Hmm. Yeah, the brain's weird. <laughs> um- sure. If there's one takeaway, I hope... That
1: everyone uh, walks away from this podcast with.
0: Brain's weird. Brain's weird. Um, so you go through the history. And that's when they identify the targets. You, the idea is to clear those targets. It's basically to take whatever emotion comes from that. Identify it. And and be able to separate it from those, those memories. Um, the second phase mm-hmm. is... Basically, an in-depth explanation of how to be okay. Uh, and what I mean by that is the goal of EMDR, one of the, the big pieces is you have to essentially relive whatever this trauma is. And so it sure. can be incredibly intense. Yeah. Um, so they want you to have this kind of safe space mentally. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like an almost guided meditation type deal until you find this like, okay, I know I am where I am. I know that I'm okay and that I'm safe and I'm grounded, right? So it's a grounding routine. Um, for me, I called it the second eyelid and the doctor thought that was like the coolest thing <laughs> because I was explaining. I was like, well, you know, like when you're closing your eyes, you kind of still see like remnants of light seemingly and then like if you really think about it it feels like a second eyelid comes down and you really close your eyes Hmm. and yeah i like that um that worked for me and then it begins (laughs) uh now there are a couple different techniques
1: I was going to say I know a little bit about this and you haven't gotten to the part that you know about. What part? I know well,
0: about. here, let's I mean, yeah, okay. What do you know about?
1: <laughs> well, I am an expert in this because I have watched the television show The Affair, okay, in which one character goes through this and it involves like squeezing things. Yes. Uh yes. that's
0: well that's one of the techniques.
1: Yes. Okay. And that's the end of my expertise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So the idea is that you're you're almost distracting your brain from feeling. You are literally desynchronizing your brain from that memory. So um, the the version or the technique that I've been using is they they look or they are almost like those little key lights, like they're really little key fob type things, and you hold one in each hand, and they just buzz back and forth. Oh. And you close your eyes and you sit there, and the doctor. So you're telling me there is no squeezing involved. Uh, I don't squeeze.
1: Oh no. come on! <laughs> this I have been lie
0: to. Well, Kip. Also, keep in mind the E in EMDR stands for eye move, or well, the E M is eye movement. <laughs> so oh, okay. Um, the fact that like oh. this came out of nowhere for me, but it just it buzzes back and forth, and. Of course, as I'm doing it, I'm like trying to figure out why it's working, and so I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh so does sure. she turn up the does she turn up the frequency of the buzzing as I get closer to like having anxiety oh, to help me trigger so that then I can understand?" And no, she was, she was like, like that's, "Nope, yeah, I don't do that." <laughs> uh, Wait, so you, so you asked because that's totally something I would do. I would oh, totally yeah. be
1: thinking like thinking very meta about. Like, you know, whenever my doctor asks me a question, you know, she's, she, my doctor's like, uh, you know, what, what do you, I can't think of anything. What, when was the last time you jumped up and down? I'd be like, <laughs> oh, oh, did, what, was she trying to find out if I know how to jump really high or if my, <laughs> if my leg is is broken or like that's, you know. Yeah,
0: no, I 100, I mean, I've also been working with this therapist for a while now. So we're super comfortable, but like I told her straightforward, I was like, I'm worried that I'm doing this wrong. (laughs) She's like, you're not, you're okay. Um, Yeah. So, so you close your eyes, the buzzing starts back and forth and you recount everything. And as, as you're going along, uh, the doctor will stop you and ask you what you're feeling right? And so you identify like, oh, I'm feeling anxious. Like anything as small as like my throat is getting tense, my shoulders are tense. And she would, she'd literally like ask me to identify physically on the body where whatever I'm feeling is happening. So anxiety, like, oh, it's in the small of my back. It's like, okay, really focus on that. Try to like shift it around and stuff. And the I guess the idea of this is because your brain is focusing on something other than the trauma, you're, you're almost witnessing it from a safe place. And then Mm -hmm. you are able to make these um, observations that you can't typically because you are so in the emotion of it. Right. Right.
1: You're almost, you're almost able to separate the emotion. Correct.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's a situation – I mean, we've all been in highly emotional situations, and we've made decisions, and we tell ourselves we're making this decision because X, Y, Z, right? Or, you know, like, oh, well, it was the thing to do. In the in this practice, you're able to look at that and go, oh, this is actually connected. Like, um, I witnessed a car accident. That's one of the things that I had to clear, and it was very severe. And I – it brought like true PTSD. It would give me flashes and all this bad stuff. And for so long, I thought like, no, I handled that really well. Like I, but I could have, what could I have done better? And it made me realize like, I'm not responsible. Like I'm not an EMT, I'm not a doctor. I'm not responsible to go and help this person. I did exactly what I should have done. I called 911, I followed the instructions that was enough Mm -hmm. and it like was completely changed because i now like because this was in high school i live very close to where this car accident happened that has haunted me for 20 years and now i can drive down that street and not have a visceral reaction and it's it's really cool um so it works it works yeah I very
1: much support EMDR uh, so I, I I assumed because you wanted to talk about it that <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> EMDR that I mean, sucks uh, I was
1: I was gonna say I was gonna be really disappointed if you were <laughs> like this and this and in conclusion this <laughs> thing sucks
0: um no it's great. Uh, there's a couple other ways you can do it so I, like I said I did the paddles there is a squeezing one like in the affair there's also glad
1: the affair is factually (laughs) accurate
0: um one of the more popular ones with everyone working or being remote has been tapping um which you can actually there's like tons of apps about it and some of it there's kind of this fine line for me where like emdr i truly believe in i i feel that it works but there's stuff that's like oh if you like emdr How about acupuncture tapping where you like tap on specific parts of your body? Hmm. Maybe it works to me. That's kind of going a step too far, but Hey, (laughs) Um, but the, the idea is like that there's like a butterfly technique where you put your hands kind of like you, you put your thumbs together with your hands on your chest, almost like your, your, you know, coffin hands and you tap back and forth with your fingers. And it's meant to, relieve anxiety um which i found interesting uh but also if you're tapping like as fast as humanly possible probably not helping your anxiety uh yeah i'm doing it right now it's
1: not helping (laughs) yeah
0: it's not helping um and then the one that you would kind of assume like we've talked about all these things that have nothing to do with your eyes there's also one that uses a light technique which is literally a light going back and forth um there's also ones where you just follow the person's fingers this was the one that when i was doing telehealth she tried to do it with me where i was literally oh, standing over zoom yeah, over zoom she's moving oh, her no. hands around the quadrant on the screen at the same time she's having me like step back and forth and tap the whole premise is get your mind off of reliving the the emotions so um but no i think like this the reason i wanted to talk about it not just because it's it's a really cool um valuable uh tool in in psychology but it's also just like it's fascinating to me how the brain does that stuff
1: i was gonna say the science of it is fascinating just the idea that i mean we learn that the mind is pathways like patterns Mm -hmm. exist because when you do something over and over and over again, like the, the, the pathway in your brain gets more and more, you know, worn in for lack of a better term. Um, and this is basically taking that knowledge and using it to like map a different route. Yeah. A route to, not uh less anxiety (laughs) less anxiety well and and i mean
0: that concept is is what behavioral therapy is about like it's changing the behaviors little little bit at a time um so the same way that that can work to build strong relationships of like now literally the connection in my brain is when i think of the car accident or anything like that i think about how i did do good things and and I feel strongly about that and that's one of the goals is you you have to say something positive about it and they have you rate how much you believe that so like you know a goal of I want to be in control of my emotions and, and not feel like they're ruling me okay before this like where are you right now in believing that scale of 1 to 9 uh, three. Okay, The goal is just to move that number up at the end of the session. Uh, but in ways that you can build positive things, that's where things like PTSD and that's where these kind of um, um, anxiety inducing uh, disorders can can come from, I mean, is there for you, Kip, is there a smell that like immediately transports you to a time or place? Or like a, a song. When you hear a song, something that immediately The smell thing, yes. I just
1: can't really name one. Like mm-hmm. I have absolutely had sense memory moments. Um, I had one the other day. <laughs> I was walking out of a liquor store <laughs> and I took the hand sanitizer mm-hmm. and rubbed it on my hands, got in my car went to put put my hands on the steering wheel and I got this like whiff of the hand sanitizer. And it was like pulled me back in time to I like it. And it's frustrating because I can't describe where I was or what it, what mm-hmm. it, what it, what, it what, what I was even experiencing, but the smell, you know, sense memory. It was just, I've felt this smell before. Right. And from like a long time ago. And I feel like it was almost no, I think it was uh, like I, I spent a I spent a summer at like a, a, a Lake Winnipesaukee. I think yeah. that's what it was. Oh, there it is. There it is. I got it. It was a, a bookstore in Lake Winnipesaukee where I bought a bunch of Goosebumps books and
0: read them. Nice. Um, but yeah, like that's like the brain does weird stuff and it's this mm-hmm. whole concept of memory and the different types of memories that we have and where they're tied to and the emotion centers that tie to it as well. And to be able to, it's, it sounds terrible, but to be able to manipulate that for good <laughs> is, sure. it's just so intriguing. And like, that's one of the things you know, when we were talking with Val, I find it so, interesting the the amount of knowledge that she has around social work and everything like that like the the understanding of how this all works you know it's it's that moment of you sit back and just go oh man this is way more complicated than i even (laughs) realized um as you're going through like as i was doing research on this earlier i was like oh man i thought i understood it already and (laughs) there's so much more to it uh but yeah. So Kip, are you going to try EMDR? No. Um, <laughs> I mean,
1: I, uh, I like looking at like, I, I mean, if I had to choose one, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm standing there at the EMDR store, <laughs> yes, and I'm looking at the EMDR menu. Uh, I think I'd choose the lights. I like mm-hmm. the, the idea of following the lights. Yeah. Um, because i don't know i feel like i'm a visual
0: learner mm-hmm. and i know that's not what this is about <laughs> no but but you are a visual person i think i think sure. you, oh, your definitely. your sense to mm-hmm. get you out of y- your your brain <laughs> i think something visual would would impact you more mm-hmm. i truly anticipated the the light thing when i went in so when she handed me these two little key fob things i was like i'm sorry what <laughs> Um, Like, do I squeeze these? Do I like, what do I do with them? Um, But yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy experience learning about this. I mean, this is something that I didn't know existed probably five years ago.
1: Should I tell you how it works in the affair? So yes, tell me how it works in the affair. So in the, in the, in the smash hit Cinemax show, uh, the affair, sorry, Showtime, (laughs) Showtime show. The Affair. It just feels weird to say Showtime. It does the affair.